Well, the warmer weather really does make you just want to get out and shine, right? It's such a mood booster. So let's work with that energy and add renewed confidence with a little help from the Skin Center. It's Abby, and we can say goodbye to that winter dullness with a Diamond Glow facial or try the go-to anti-aging skincare treatment, microneedling, which stimulates collagen. Just DM Skin Center MD on Instagram or give them a call and mention the promo code Abby. You'll get $50 off your next skincare treatment. The Skin Center. Pittsburgh's number one med spa. Hi, I'm host Robin Roberts, and on a new podcast from iHeartRadio, COVID-19, Immunity in Our Community, we'll hear from Americans on the front lines and the doctors and medical experts who convince them and their loved ones to roll up their sleeves and get vaccinated. Listen to COVID-19, Immunity in Our Community on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We can do this. Oh, 20 day fiance. Well, hello. I am the founder of Rocket Dog Footwear. Um, the little known footwear company. We make a very thick wedge sandal, very popular with ladies uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, and beyond. Uh, Sophia Alexander, that is who I am. Thank you so much for having me. Wow. Uh, just. <coughs> A real pleasure to have you. Yeah, yeah. Hi, um, I am the biggest rival to the company Manscaped, Miles Gray. What is the name it's of that company? not even my company. It's just my bush. Oh, so you're, your bush is the rival company. These, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. Uh, my bush is so big, it cannot be defeated by the company Manscaped. Well, yeah, I am bush... their white whale, Miles Gray. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness almost choked on that one i think it's one of those pubes <laughs> well that's, that's why you got to keep it trim that's the whole <laughs> that's our whole motto that's your whole lifestyle don't choke on that dick is our motto <laughs> oh. well welcome to the show 420 day fiance what is, what is it yeah what is it? you tell me i don't know <laughs> Well, it's a podcast where we um, talk about our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and all of its various iterations. Plus, we are elevated the entire time. Um, like that even matters anyway. Is the no. intro, is it time to evolve the intro? Is yes. this too scripted? You know, like I'm just being really introspective all around recently. So I'm thinking like, yeah, what about, what is it? Do we change the wording? Do we have K1s write the intro and then we'll read K1 in versions of the intro every show? I don't know. Something. Yes. That's perfect. I know K1s are witty. Look, K1s, rewrite the intro. Tweet at us. Message us at 420dayfiance on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a better intro. That's succinct. Okay? Yeah. And we are cool doing a different one every time. So, yeah. like, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Let's it evol- It's a living fun. document. It's the Constitution. Except we will respect it. Yes. And the K1s actually named themselves. That's true. Remember. I mean, this, so yeah. they're the best namers. It's above us now. It's above us now. Up where? Heaven. Jesus, okay. take the wheel. Take the wheel. Or whoever that is. Could be Sumit. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. A new season. So, A new season, which is so such good times for us. It's like harvest time. I don't know if that's a um, thing people say. Yeah, I'm like, what is it? Like, <laughs> yeah, harvest, you're a real you know? farmman all of a sudden. Farmman? You, okay, so, <laughs> wow, there's a word for that. Farmer? 
you know what? Not that's as a, respectful as farming. That was a 420,000 farmer farming <laughs> bonus to you. Uh, starting, you're getting on the board early. Uh, and if, if this is your first time listening, it's half, I don't know, TV show, what did I say? Half game show, half recap show. Um, and we give the cast members points and we take them away. And it's all through a sophisticated algorithm. Do not question it. We don't reveal the science behind it other than to just let you know that, no. as we've mentioned many times, uh, Miles is a doctor of physics. I I'm, am exactly. a doctor of mathematics. Exactly. And just we don't need to go in into it's it really it would be in poor taste to tell yes. you that i graduated magna cum laude from a little known university stanford so I don't know. you know it's it's stanford mm. it's stanford okay i went to stanford i'm from i went to stanford i have a doc i'm a doctor in physics from stanford okay i hate to i say mean it. i don't i don't ever want to bring this up because like people are always like Oh, like it's I coach. didn't know you have an MIT vibe or whatever, but like yes, mm -hmm. MIT, that right. is where I am. That's <laughs> you that's, nailed it. I'm You're sorry, right. you know. It's like sure, it can be upsetting to hear that someone is like so good at excelling at math, right? Or if, if they look that's at what you it is. and they see a stereotype or something, but I'm sorry, is it a stereotype if it's real? Like you see me, I look like a genius. Geniuses go to MIT, yeah. therefore I went to exactly. Anyway, my honor. We're also lawyers, so. Well, my honor. Uh, my people honor. Don't We're know. judges and lawyers. I have a. My honor. Also have a Juris Doctorate uh, mm -hmm. from, um, I don't want to look. I could brag. Look, yeah. Uh, You're not like that. I'm, I'm not going to brag. You don't want to talk about being the top Harvard graduate law. of. Okay. Harvard Law. Harvard sorry. Law. Yeah. You didn't want to do it to him, but you had to do it to him. You know? There, I like to see it. I like this bit because it makes me feel like someone I really feel like I could have been. And would I know like my alternate universe self would have been a bitch <laughs> that did this. <laughs> I'm like, yep, I went to Stanford, then Harvard Law. I'm like fucking Dr. Manhattan mixed with Obama. Fuck with me. <laughs> I literally thought it was going to be a Supreme Court justice when I was in high school. When people asked me what I was going to do, that's what I said. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember you saying that. And I believe <laughs> that was so... an RBG bonus. Yeah, uh, RBG bonus. That's right. How much points. is that? Yeah. 100,000. 100,000. But since women get paid only 75 cents on the dollar, actually, the RGB bonus is worth less than that. Oh. Yeah. That is a penalty um, just to patriarchy in general, minus yeah. $3 billion. But that's an added bonus. Now you're up to 200,000 points. Ah. The algorithm good, self-correcting. It just, it's sending a message. It said it's it's also learning too. It's growing It's very too. sophisticated. And I, you know what? I If I could, I'd give the algorithm a bonus because as you know, we don't trigger these sounds. The algorithm just knows uh, and it alerts yes. us. So I'm, no. Yeah, we it's wish. Humble. It's humble. But it's like, yeah, we can't give points to the, thing that gives points you know what i mean it's like we've wasted who's watching time. the watchmen you know what i'm yeah, saying well, I, and who's <laughs> Who watching 90 day fiance we are all right back to our um <laughs> adventures of the other way yeah which is the new season this is episode one uh which kicks off with Brittany and yazan uh-huh uh britney's 26 
She is from Florida, Palm mm-hmm. Beach. Mm-hmm. Yazan is from Jordan. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which city. Aman, and he's 24. There you go. Yeah, and he's two years younger than her. Um, and one of my first notes is that Brittany describes herself as a seven-layer cake. <laughs> <laughs> but the only layers she says are adventurous, funny, girly girl, and a Barbie. Honey, that's not even four layers. Two well, of those layers are the same. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, I <laughs> I wonder if there really were seven, and like they had to cut them out because they were like they were like we can't air this. Uh, that's she's like she's like huge nipples. Right. And me, they're like, no, we can't include no, that. No, no, no. I, I whole, don't. I don't think the way they reveal her is brilliant though, because they start with Yaz- Yazan, and he's basically like. You know, I'm out here. I'm just kind of like a humble guy, kind of a conservative family. Um, you know, I met Brittany five months ago. I'm in love with her. Um, and, and he's like, she's just like so energetic, blah, blah, blah. And then they just cut to her twerking in front of a street bike. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no, no, no. a small crowd watching her. I was yeah. like, I, she's going to love Jordan. <laughs> immediately, I was just like, uh, warning. Please, everybody, you know, this is there's no way you already we've seen this show so many times where, you know, from the beginning, this is going to be absolute just stupid drama train wreck. Yeah, stupid. And all because it's so clear that it it's like, oh, these two things are running at full speed towards each other and maybe they'll collide around episode Eight, nine? Nah, I'm going to say we ha- we have a big fight by four for sure. Or I think the next episode, I don't know, whatever it was. It th- This is a, you can't have American women are not going to do well in any kind of country that doesn't have the same sort of uh, values about like on feminism that exists in America. And America is not that great either, but like, it's going to be, no, but you can't go from twerking in front of a front of a motorbike and making your money that way to then being completely covered up and saying, and not even being able to like show affection in public. Yeah. So for her to not really know what she's committing to when she's like, yeah, I'll just straight up move to Jordan permanently. She didn't even say she was going to go to check it out. Her dad's like, so you're just saying goodbye. And in a week you're just gone. What was wrong with, what was the way she tells her dad is so stupid so many people do this like the shook ones on this show who know they're gonna get talked out of it and know if they tell someone they'll probably do everything in their power to prevent them from doing this so they just like shut the fuck up until like there's like a couple seconds left on the shot clock and they're like so I'm going to move to Jordan next year, probably for, or I'm going to Jordan next week, move forever. Uh, you'll never see me again. I'm sorry. Don't even ask me any questions. Bye. And, or like, oh, I'm going to have a baby across uh, the ocean and don't worry about like the prenatal yeah, care. Exactly. So I got to go exactly. and it's going to be in like a couple of days. Bye. You know, it's, it's the same shit Nicole did with Azen a yeah. couple of seasons ago. It's the same shit where her mom was like, you're doing what? Yeah. She's like, no, I'm going to live in Morocco now. She's like, you don't even understand what you're committing to. Yeah. Anyway. And Brittany is just 
I think is going to be a source of such great quotes. She's already admitted that she is a seven layer cake that Mm -hmm. the layers of which are hilarious. But she also said that she beats to the rhythm of her own drum. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm like, what is that? You're jerking off while the drum is playing. What is beat? I beat to the rhythm of my own drum. I don't know. I like that though. So she's going to be, that's it. You know what? That's a, a one million point malaprop bonus. A I love a good malapropism. Um, okay, and that's for Brittany. Yeah, she she's just like got, the thing is the thing I do like about her is she is so like kind of head in the clouds sort of vibe where she's like uh, I'm a rapper also. Cut to not bars at all. Not bars. <laughs> the opposite of bars. Oh my god, they were so embarrassing. But she, I was like. Is this me rapping in 2004 when I thought my rap name was Independent Thought? Is that what we're doing? Was that your name? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did we talk about this ever? Wait. Yeah, maybe like one time. <laughs> oh my God. That is a five billion point independent thought bonus. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, man. I was really into conscious rap. Yo. (laughs) (laughs) But the funny thing is I'm thinking of like T-H-O-T rather than like T-H-O-U-G-H-T thought. So I know. It's just like a joke SoundCloud rapper now. Like independent thought is so like, whoa, whoa. (laughs) K-1's, if you know graphic design, please make that album cover. For independent thought. And just, I want you to know that it, I in no way was being funny. Yeah. <laughs> independent serious. thought was so sincere. It's truly painful for me to recall that time. What were like the <laughs> issues that you were really trying to speak on? <laughs> well, you know, uh, definitely anti-capitalist. Um, definitely right. pro-legalizing marijuana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, definitely about the lower class uprising and, you know, eating the rich. Mm-hmm. Those are some just important themes hell that yeah, I was throwing yeah, out yeah. there. Okay. <laughs> you! Okay. <laughs> that is, wow. So Truly, okay. if anyone ever wants to cancel me, they just need to f- find me doing that. <laughs> find my rhyme book. <laughs> Why were you? And it won't be because I said anything offensive. It'll just be so, so painful to watch. Oh, You'll immediately so cancel me. Oh uh, God, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. You can, you can grow. We got to get you on a track oh, with most deaf. <laughs> Dude, that was my dream. Are you of kidding me? Yeah, I know. You probably had a raucous records like sticker on some shit with your fucking triple five soul hoodie oh man speaking my language oh yeah i'm speaking everybody's language for people children of the 90s and early aughts um anyway back to her though it's not about independent thought right now it's about britney who's also part barbie um and then so she also talks about how she's usually really into older guys and yazan and this is where it gets low-key fucked up yeah because she says the oldest dude she's ever dated is 82, 83, 80, <laughs> 85. 85. She just kept upping the number. Mm-hmm. I'm like, was he actually dead? Like, <laughs> what are you saying? Uh, she's like, yeah. actually, he was already dead. Um, And then <laughs> she said that old dudes love her braces. Oh. And that is when I did a full body oh. shudder. No. 
she she's just like yeah they like it when i seem too young i'm like that's a uh, red flag, dog. That's like, a Jeffrey Epstein situation. Stop. Dude, the, the algorithm is smoke. The machine is smoking right smoking. now. Smoking. <laughs> it doesn't even know what to do. And not weed. Just what the burning fuck? down. I didn't. Yeah. She, uh, well, she was saying she's like into older guys because like the first relationship she was in was like such a like mess that she was only interested in like established guys. I don't know if that always meant wealthy or if she would date like a 45 year old just dude from a bar <laughs> like you know but it never even made sense it's not like a thing where we're like oh this is a thing we know about all old old dudes they're less controlling right, right. <laughs> like that's yeah. a joke like Get what you are an you old talking dude. about yeah yeah he won't yeah. tell you what to do like your dad like what what are you doing <laughs> It's and a he bad move. wants to fuck because you have braces. I mean, let's get anyway. You're like, no, it's a totally normal relationship. But you know, he does like it when I ride on his shoulders and infantilizes and... me, and that's healthy um, because yeah, he's seventy-two, um, but he looks, you know, sixty-eight. So <laughs> if he's white, there's no way. <laughs> he's uh, so seventy-two. He looks eighty-six. <laughs> she she met him. Like by chance, their meet is kind of like a rom com meet cute because uh, Yazan's sister lives in Chicago, like where her relative lived, like in the same apartment building. And she was visiting, and in her apartment, she by chance walked by the laptop when she was doing a video call with Yazan. And they just like through the walking by a laptop, she was like, Oh, oh, hello. They were both like, Damn, who is that? Um, you fine. Yeah. So, okay. That was fantastic. And then I think after a week or like a very little bit, it was just on and he flies her out to Jordan and then they proposes. Boom. One week. We're now engaged. Two days into the trip, he <laughs> proposes to her. Two days. Disaster. Disaster. Oh, my God. And um, we pretty early on uh, find out that she has a seat. Secrets. And that's plus one million to yep. the idea of secrets. The concept yep. of secrets. It's mm -hmm. always, let me just write that down. I wish the algorithm had an auto addition feature because I have to tally everything by hand. It's very difficult accounting. It's um, true. But, everybody but, at home should you know, play that along. That is why you went to Harvard. Uh, well, that was for law, actually. But I'm sorry, uh, physics Stanford. was Stanford. Yeah, my undergrad. Um, and my graduate anyway, but yeah. Um, but who's, who's counting? Was I recruited by the CIA when I was 16? Yes, I was, well, <laughs> you know, it just is what it is. I was, I totally was. They said I was such a genius. Um, I needed to work. No reason to beat behind the bush. Yeah, no reason. But I was really into that album by Rage Against the Machine, Battle of Los Angeles. And, you know, obviously, I, lo I love all of Rage's stuff. But then I was just like, but no, all I'm obviously sorry. you were cheering for the machine. That's like, how you yeah. knew you needed to be in the CIA. You're like, you know what? This music really speaks to me. Yeah. I should become part of the machine. Yeah. No. And I was just like, what a beautiful story. Well, no, they asked and I just said, no, you know, fuck you, pig. You know, go back to Langley, <laughs> fucker. And then that was it. That's what happened. That's a fucking righteous move, you guys. I'm a, dude, you know what? And the algorithm agreed that was a righteous bro <laughs> of uh, just one point. 
So I think yep, that's that's the righteous dude bonus. It was just like enough to be like, all right, not enough to get like comparatively billions of points like you already have. Anyway, so 100%, it's a disaster. Her dad is shocked when he tells her and poor this poor man has to smile. And he is such it. a cutie. He has to I sm- wanted him to be my dad. He looked so nice. He, oh my. So yes, single father had been raising her for a long time, right? Um, or since birth, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been together this whole time. And it's heartbreaking to see her just tell her father that she's just like, yeah, I'm moving to Jordan forever, basically, until like I can figure something out. I don't know. And it's in like ne- next week. What the fuck? He deserves better than that from you. Yeah. Like, you're his girl. Are you kidding? That, and he like, just... I was like, come be my dad. I would never treat you like this. Look, I would tell you at least two months before or a month before. I wouldn't have bought the ticket without telling you. I wouldn't I have would bought the ticket. I would move you to Jordan. I would move you uh, to Jordan with me, daddy. And he's just smiling. He's like, he's just, okay, honey. Well, I don't know if that's, I don't think I can. No, I don't, I don't know if I can let, I'm, that's not going to fly with me. That's what he just said through this like pained smile, it broke my fucking heart. Uh, and that is actually it also... a great dad bonus uh, to him. Um, what? How much? How many points do you have on this coming up on your screen for that? Oh, I think that's plus fifteen k. That's a Carl Winslow bonus. Yep. Uh, CWB. Um. Um. Go on. <clears throat> well, I was just gonna say that. Uh, he's one of those guys when they're uncomfortable or people um when they're uncomfortable they smile mm-hmm. and i think like that may make it seem like they're more okay than they are oh yeah. but it's but just he's, like he's that's bro- his broken. affect is like oh yeah. i'm just smiling but uh. i am totally dying inside and that made me like hurt for him i'm like ugh. i don't know if uh, mm. you I, know what i was thinking <clears throat> i was just curious if if she was gonna get canceled just for doing that to her dad if that was a big enough transgression but it that the algorithm is not def no i mean normally you know i i stand with with good dads always because Mm. you know there's like three of them and we gotta encourage it (laughs) but it's too early it's too early early, too early and she she's also so okay let's talk about her secret Mm -hmm. secret so she reveals that she is still married. Right. That is not even the big secret. We knew that that was probably what it was, or at least I guessed it when she was like, there's something that if I told him, it would really change everything. And I was like, that's probably what it is, a marriage. Mm-hmm. So she's still married. But here's the crazy story. She was married for three months. Then ICE deported her husband yeah. back to Haiti. And she says, quote, I forgot I was married. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> that didn't just like traumatize you forever yes. and you weren't trying to make sure that he was okay and reconnecting with him. She's, full of She's shit. just like, I forgot. I was like, no, you didn't. Stop. She but <laughs> she says he was controlling. So Yeah. But I guess, hey, maybe you, no, not if it's legal, especially the second the words marriage come out of your mouth at all in relation to yourself, you'd be like, 
I am married. There's, I can, but maybe she's just such a space person because she does look like she might be out there. I think she's she's an out there liar is what I think. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think she was just like, oh, thank God he got deported. I yeah. was trying to figure out how to divorce his ass, and now I don't have to. He's just gone. That's yeah. what I think happened. Well, it's and just... I'm not doubting her story. I don't know what that relationship was like. Yeah, if yeah, he yeah, was yeah. abusive, like, fuck him. I don't care. But I'm just saying, it seems to me like she was like, this problem solved itself. Right, right, right. Well, the other thing, yeah, that's true because she is so duplicitous and like she's one of these people too that knows there's a deal breaker already in this relationship and that she's not willing to convert to Islam and she won't actually, uh, like when he talks about it, he's like, you, you got to check out Islam. Like it's beautiful, like to be Muslim, like the, I can't wait for you to see this. And she's like, mm-hmm, like, okay, good for you. Like and that's great for you guys like, sort of thing. And then it's sort of like your beard though, babe. Like, oh my God. Uh-huh. She's like, you got a really good haircut. Yeah. She's like, anytime he wants to talk about Islam, I just talk about how cute he is. Another quotable <laughs> where she was like, you know, I'm not converting to Islam because like, I'm just like, because it's some like book has like rules. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she is so ignorant. She's incredibly ignorant and also hilarious. This is going to be so fucking painful. I wrote that down. I'm like, this is just, she is in for the shock. There was a a scene that they showed in the previews of like him shushing her in the car. And I was like, oh no. Yeah. I'm like, "Mm -mm. this is not going to work out. This isn't, oof. Uh, But yeah, she is, I'm like, she already knows she's worried about his parents who are very devout. So she knows, like, this is such a bad hand she's been dealt. Like, and I don't know why she just doesn't fold, like, on top of the ne- needing the divorce and shit. Yes. Yes, it's it's weird. And also, <clears throat> it's clear that I think she's kind of a free spirit, but she's always had, like, her dad as a safety net, which mm-hmm. I think makes her feel bold enough that she can take these chances, which is kind of cool. Right. But at the same time, it's like maybe sometimes you should be a little more careful. Yeah. And not just randomly move to Jordan without knowing the person. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's easy to be impulsive when, like, you know, there can be no fallout from the, a bad decision because it's always like, oh, in the if the in the back of your mind is, I know my dad will buy me a ticket from anywhere on this planet back home. Yeah. And I exactly. can stay at home and be okay. When you have that shit in the back of your mind, yeah, and like you do shit like this, my God, pump the brakes, miss. It's a different ball game. All right. Uh, my mom would just uh, <laughs> would would not be in that category. I would be like so afraid of telling her. I would be like, you know what? Maybe I just won't move to Jordan. <laughs> I feel like my mom would like slow poison me, so I wouldn't be like healthy enough to leave. And she's like, oh my God, you're gonna have to stay, huh? Yeah. Oh, it's so weird how you, you came idiot. down with something. Wow. <laughs> you fucking moron. You think you're going to fucking move somewhere just for fu- someone you met on MySpace, idiot? <laughs> Loki, I would have My mom would throw a shoe at me for that Dude, shit. That's 2004 sure. miles. <laughs> Jesus. How old does that sound? Hey, man, 2004. Fucking damn. Anyway. <laughs> All right, let's take a break so I can fucking look in the mirror and cut my wrinkles, and we'll be right back. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. 
It's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, giveth thou the berries. For fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with Geico, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. America's so fucking tight. Um, <laughs> you sounded legit depressed and you just want to have a snack. So yeah, stop. had a snack and had to make sure my Pele Pele jeans still fit. <laughs> and they do because them shits are so baggy anyway. Um, all right, so Jenny and Sumit are back on the show. I don't Let's know. Let's catch people up that might not have. Okay. Watch the first season of Jenny mm-hmm. and Sumit. Jenny. Do you want to like sum it up? Okay. So Jenny is, listen, Jenny is 61. Sumit is like 30 something. 32. 32. Um, they, when they met, basically she sold everything she had in Palm Springs, <laughs> sold her life, her job, her belongings, her car, her every fucking refrigerator, the baking soda and- inside there, the ice cube trays. To... And she loved listing all the things that she left behind. Mm-hmm. And her kids and her family would always be way after her possessions. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. At the very end. You don't get it, Sumit. I left my job, my car. My house. My house. My, my couch. Furniture, my My cats. Uh, my cats. Um, their litter box. The sand that was in it. Their some... remote. The remote. What else? Um, okay, maybe one of my grand, my grand. Okay, my family. Oh my, yeah. Okay, I guess that, that um, too. Yeah, sure. My too. family. But mm-hmm. she does. I mean, she's whatever. That <laughs> <laughs> she goes over there thinking she has enough money to just start her life life brand new with this man because he's like, I love you. I have a beautiful apartment for us to live in. It's gonna be wonderful in India. It ends up being the not good at all uh i mean not just even because (laughs) you said not good at all yeah (laughs) i I guess i don't want to say completely fucked up uh because it was so (laughs) fucked up this man was still married he she this woman was a complete secret from his family to the point where like a squad of oh yeah these motherfucking secrets were all over the place was Uh, so juicy but so horrible yeah that was really something else. Like, uh, her family comes over, like the wife's family came over to beat his ass and shit. He lied. He lied about living with Jenny. He like kept pretending that he was going to another city for work, but, but he, he was just living there with Jenny. He didn't even have a job. She was paying with it for everything with her own money. And then the family of his wife showed up mm-hmm. and like almost fucking beat her up. And then just took him away in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like prisoner in his own home. So his family that was show like, was nah, wild. This sh-. Like, you got to sort this shit out, Sumit. I don't- anyway, from it was clear, though. 
like that this was not going to work. And by the end, we were just we were always debating, does Sumit really love her? Because it's like a it's a weird scam, because if anything, he's just like emotionally leeching off of her and being like, whatever, because you're paying for an apartment, I'll live with you. But that's like the extent of it. So we didn't think that he was insincere about loving her. Yeah, he was we just, just completely think, selfish, like, lizard brain. Yeah. And then we just didn't really understand, like, oh, man, it's hard to watch them together and to think that, like, yes, he's being sincere and he wants it to work out, but also he's done zero things for that to be possible. Right. Yeah. So it's like you can only take so much of him at face value, yeah. you know? So Anyway. So, so it fast failed. forward to this season. Yes. She, so it failed. She left. She left. And she should have just stayed her ass back at home. It was she wasted all of her money, everything. She had to move back in with her daughter and her daughter's uh, wife, yeah. and they sleeping on their couch. Dude, so now she's she okay? She took out her four hundred one k. I forgot she took everything out. This she barely she has nothing. I everything Zero. went to go into that trip. So now okay, we see an update with her. She's back. She's hitting the heavy bag, fucking working those ropes, getting in a fucking workout. She's like, gotta keep it tight for my big papa Sumit. So I'm glad that we get to see Jen and Christina, uh, her daughter and her daughter's, daughter's partner, because they, I like how they're just so done. Like they real in the their first, like the first season we see them. They're sort of like, you know, I'm really worried about my mom. You know, like, this is just could be really bad. This just could be really bad. I'm trying to tell her. Now they're like, nah, man, we will fucking let her die out there. We don't give a fuck. If this shit goes south, that's on her. Fuck that. We told her. We're done. They just look like they're trying to speak to her with the patience that you speak to children with. Right. Where they're like, oh, boy. Okay, let me see. Let me get down to your level. Right. Hey, so... Has he actually shown you the divorce papers? <laughs> right. Oh, uh, well, um, not as divorce? such, but he said he was getting a divorce. So, okay, mom, but did you see the papers? No. Just the amount of patience they're conjuring <laughs> yeah. up to deal with her dumbass. They're like, ugh, why yeah. don't you see that this is a bad situation? She's like, I'm going back. Right. And then when they start chatting on the phone, video call, he's already lying. He's already lying. Right away. He's like, it was so funny when she's like, come on, we can't, like, we can't be hiding. If I'm moving out there, can't be any more hiding, no more lies. And he's like, no, you know, um, I'm not lying anymore because I learned the consequences of lying. Yeah. Therefore, <laughs> I don't lie anymore, such as uh deceptions like it was just so stupid he also was like uh she immediately was like oh okay so you told your parents about me he's like yes she's like oh are they, are they here right now yes oh do you mind if they come in and say hi yeah. real quick uh-huh uh-huh uh sure yeah she's like okay come get these motherfucking get receipts them. uh-huh <laughs> honestly um, they a, actually said they didn't want to talk to you. It's like crazy. They didn't want to come in. That was a hold your own bonus uh, for Jenny. <laughs> uh, because normally she wouldn't have even bothered. She would have been like, oh, okay. He would have been like, yeah. And like my like the house you got is huge. Actually, it's like bigger than like Mark Zuckerberg's house. Also, like my <laughs> for pets, 
I have like these really, really exotic fish that can only be found in the Marianas Trench. Um, and I have like this really specialized aquarium for it that like there's only one of in the world and it's there and it was built for me. And like I actually and have I like, know people think leprechauns are fake, but that's actually who takes care of my lawn. And it is that amazing. bonus was 5000 points to Jenny. Uh, but yeah, that's what dude. his explanation for not lying was such a sloppy scam artist. Just be like, oh, yeah, I don't lie because I've learned the consequences of my like it's like, OK, mister, I'm trying to <laughs> in front of the parole board like <laughs> it sounded like those celebrities in that video today. Yeah. <laughs> Just didn't learn your lines, not right. sincere, don't really fucking know what the fuck is happening, but you're just out there. Ugh. So that is that's that's his, that's her whole vibe. I don't fucking know. I'm just out there. Right. And... So whatever. He when he comes back, it's an L, boom. She's like, fine. I love you, I guess. Cut to this cricket scene with him and the boys. And they're, his friends also are on another level now. It's like they also <laughs> don't want to be on this show. They remember being patient with their friend Sumit being like, I don't know, man. It's just kind of maybe not the best thing for you considering like your age and like the, you know, lifestyles are different and she's giving up a lot. And it, I, this just doesn't really make sense. Like just considering like where we're at. Now they're like, nah, this, fuck this, man. She's too old. She's not going to have a kid. The fuck you think, man? In 10 years, she's going to be fucking so elderly. It's not going to be funny. Like They're <laughs> saying right shit, though. They're like, she right. will be in her 70s. She'll be 72. You'll be in your 40s. You'll right. be 42 or yeah. 40, whatever. Yeah. They're like, have you considered, like, her needs are going to be different. Like, the whole, what you're thinking of, I'll be with her forever, is going to be you taking care of her for most of your relationship. Yeah. And I hope you're prepared for that dynamic. And he's like, and then she like, you're not going to have kids. Oh, we're not, we didn't, we're not going to have kids anyway. Oh yeah. Right. It, they're just, I don't know. They, maybe that's what they're meant to do. And maybe we should just let them be and leave them alone. Just stop filming it. They go, <laughs> you think you can avoid your culture? And he goes, I'm avoiding haters. And oh, I love that hell so yeah. much. Yep. Hell <laughs> that's yeah. A, that's a hateration bonus. Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. a Mary J. Blige hateration. How many points is that? That's 75K. Yep. Um, that's my favorite logic leap for people. Um, when you just describe someone who is trying to make you self-aware as a hater. Uh, because rather than being like, no, dude, I'm not like, my rap doesn't suck. Y'all are haters. Ha ha ha. That's what's, it's that's what's up. Like, it's the best reply to any yeah. criticism. But you know what? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, so I shouldn't rate people anymore? Sounds like a, someone's hating. <laughs> Jesus. You know what? But power to that, that logic loop. Hating. Two points. Bonus. <laughs> okay. Um, but I also thought that, um, I think. Part of the reason that Sumit does this is like in his own mind, he's like a romantic hero. Right. He's like Absolutely. a rebel and he's like sexy and he's like, they're going to make movies about this. Oh, hell yeah. How he I... thinks like they're going to cast Helen Mirren as his love interest, but like they're not. They're, they're not. Get... They're not going to. It's going to be on Lifetime and it's mm -hmm. going to be. Um, let me think. Uh, Jenny Garth and some old lady makeup. 
<laughs> Pretty accurate. Or Lori Laughlin when she makes a comeback. <laughs> oh, hell no. Keep her ass off the screen. She's her confident ass. She's like, I'll be back one day. Man, fuck out of here. Can you imagine? I don't need we don't want to get into We it. don't even it's want just, to go there. That's a whole other here. podcast where we scream at photos of Aunt Becky. <laughs> and the, I, she used to be my favorite. I was so attracted oh, to her. I was like, God. man, who was a threesome it? with her and Uncle Jesse. I'm like, that was my goals when I was a kid. That's the problem. You guys are haters. They're haters. That's the problem. <laughs> How You know that phrase has left her lips in the course of all this. She's like, and you know, there's just like, in, not that publicly, but she's like, you know, there's just haters. Okay, honestly, honey. They're just okay. You're beautiful, honey, and these people are just haters. Look, you're talentless, and these people just hate that about you. Okay? That's what's, you haters. can just. It's just so easy how much you can just switch haters with right sometimes. <laughs> Not all the time, but sometimes. You know, those people are yeah. just right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just cuts. Boom. <laughs> Stops right there. Ah, oh, damn, my mom's such a uh, hater. Uh, damn, my mom is so right. Uh, God damn it. Fuck. So, but not always, not always. Because well, you know what? Um, I wanted frosted tips, and that looked kind of cool. It was Yo, I had looking, frosted but tips. It was, it was tight. Okay. It was 99, I cut right? my hair off, and I had frosted tips, too. Oh, shit. In 11th grade. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the other thing we find out is that, like, he was able to, like, pay off the divorce settlement or whatever this is. It was like $20,000 where his parents paid the first half, but there's still another 10 K that he has to pay off. And he doesn't know what the fuck he's going to do. So Jenny is out here being like, I need my social security. Doesn't even have a job still. No. And Jenny's solution is to get her social security early so she can support them. But it's like reduced by like 30% or something if she takes it early. She'll only have to wait like another year or something like that or a couple of years. Um, but the whole okay. thing is wild. The whole thing is wild because she's not thinking 10 years ahead either. No. That's the thing that bugs me. Like he's not thinking 10 years ahead thinking he's going to have to take care of her. And she's not thinking 10 years ahead thinking that she doesn't have any backup savings or any way to. No. To assure that she isn't just going to be broke by herself in Uh -uh. India and have nowhere to go with no friends system. She doesn't try to get to know the culture or the language, like the language isn't accessible. Like, I don't. Yeah. What? What is she doing? They've proven they are not even thinking 10 minutes ahead, let alone 10 Mm. years. Like the whole the first thing we want to be together forever. That's what I want forever. I'm like, think about two days from now. I honestly, they this might just be like a Darwin Award. Like they might just need to like wither to death in each other's arms, like on the side of a mountain. <laughs> like, <'cause, laughs> like that's probably is... romantic as fuck to Sumit. He's like, yes, <laughs> Sumit dies on summit. Sorry. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh no. That's a summit so penalty. Uh, minus 10,000 points. Uh, but that's also Fair. a dad bonus of 10,000 points. So, you know, it all it all evens up. But mm. wow. Wow. You've, I am disappointed. You really went there. I was hoping <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't. Okay, should we move on? Oh, wait, wait, wait. What? We also are glossing over this is what i was trying to remember this is what i thought was key he says 
that her family, his, uh, Sumit says his ex-wife's or his current wife's, I guess, family, um, said, accused him of domestic abuse. Did you not catch that? Oh, right, right, right. And the way that they said they're going to, the reason the 20K is a thing is they said, we will drop these charges if you pay 20000 because that's the money we lost on this wedding. So but he, is that he's a common thing? Which part is the lie? He's claiming it's He's saying I didn't do that. Right. So they're like, just, yeah. And they're just trying to get the money out of him by doing, saying this to get, I don't know. I just want to know what, what that, what that whole thing is all about. Yeah. And I'd like to know more about what the divorce process is like. Yeah. If this is common. Clearly not the same as here. Well, I mean, I already knew it was different when the family pulled up to beat somebody's ass. So I was like, (laughs) okay, yep. I like this. I like this. (laughs) Fucking unity, bro. (laughs) Russians would do some shit like that. Yeah. Russians would pull up on the whole village. Fucked up. Grandma too. No, but my grandpa probably would. Yeah, he'll drive. Probably break your legs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come back from the dead Uh... to just break someone's legs. Okay, so all right, let's move on to Kenneth and Armando. And thank God. Oh my God. God. Kenneth and Armando. I don't know. Has there ever been a true love story? Like this I don't know. on 90 Day Fiance. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I know. I cried twice. There's it... like a big, a beautiful symmetry to the way they show what Kenneth, the 57 year old, and Armando, the 31 year old, are yeah. dealing with on their ends with family. Yeah. And it's like beautifully bookended and what they're giving up to be together. Oh, my God. It almost, what a beautiful story. It almost excuses all the other fucked up shit these people do on this show the producers of this show you're so right about the symmetry of the presentation of their stories and it really is it was like <laughs> it was a it was a, a masterpiece it was a masterpiece bravo we don't ever say this like we don't ever really no, go no, i've oh my god we we these people are incredible people and we want them to make it and <sighs> their story is so gorgeous. That is not a thing we say no. on 90 Day Fiance. It's always like like earlier where we're like, man, look at this bullshit. He's lying. Is there like potential domestic abuse or extortion? What's really yeah, there? Yeah, that's the kind the of The other talk. thing is like she's twerking <laughs> in front of a dirt bike and his <laughs> like he lives in Jordan. This ain't working. And this is just like <laughs> these two men are risking everything to be with each other. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, it was it was so sweet and Armando standing up to his sister Ugh. being like you forced me back in the closet and like okay. I'm the same person. Yes. It was are powerful. You powerful. Me? That was so beautiful. So he said I'm going to keep being who I am. And I want you to support me. And I need you to know this about me. And he was so brave and just incredible. Uh, it <sighs> So <laughs> he's 50, So Kenneth is 57. He's from St. Petersburg. And he has four he kids. He fine, first I, of all. The, he does not look 57. Yo, baby girl Lisa, 52. 
That bitch looks 87. He's 57. He oh, looks no. probably like 40. Like it's that what? Hate. It's that hate. Yeah, it ages you. Hate really, really should hate not be heart. a racist. Yeah. Gives you bad wrinkles. Kenneth Gives looks. Real I don't know. We don't know Kenneth's true heart. Sometimes racists get away with getting like the genetic lottery uh, for aging. Oh but shit! You're right. Anyway, either way, we start off with him. He has four kids, um, and none of them know how to eat uh, because <laughs> when he's grilling these hamburgers, he's like, "Hey, how was everybody with their hamburgers?" Like, uh, medium well, well done. Uh, uh. Get the fuck. Okay, you know what? That's a penalty. That's a learn how to eat fucking penalty to the kids collectively, the son and the triplets, uh, minus 20,000 points. Sorry, it's severe. Counter kids. argument. Yes. He never had anyone teach him how to cook. He didn't have a partner. Most of the time, men don't really get taught how to cook unless they like take it on themselves. And that probably is the best he could do. I don't know. To, that to, to my do honor well done. That. Well, okay. Well, if let's see. If you don't see. know that that's how you properly eat, then like that's a lot true. Of people are weird about that. Of course, that. or I'm, like they'll have salmon well yes, done. Yes, thank you. But uh, what we're doing now is applying an overly logical and true argument to just what I'm doing is a, a dismissive comedy bit. Um. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's on me. Minus a hundred thousand for taking this independent thought levels of serious. <laughs> But consider this the single father raise a freak. <laughs> I mean, for real. <laughs> oh, shit. That song was on the EP. Fuck, I hear beat by DJ Premier. If independent thought, thought, the thought, the thought. That's what it would be. That's exactly the sound. Honestly, you're just making me want to go back to the rap game. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rap game bonus of one million points. Honestly, honestly, you just make me want to go back to the rap game. <laughs> Please come back. Hip-hop needs you independent thought. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's the dude. That's like the first part of the the intro of the album. <laughs> we need you. Hip hop needs you. For years, I heard their screams. <laughs> I said, so "It's I don't time for me to come yeah. back and get my crown." Oh my god. <laughs> And it's a flower crown. People are like, what? <laughs> canceled. You know what? Yep, that's, I was waiting. Thank you so much. Yep. Independent thought has been canceled. <laughs> I'm still here, but. Yeah, you're here, but independent thought, thought we've had not. to bury that one. Yep. Especially now that these dreadlock photos are emerging. <laughs> Oh, man, I think all white people have to admit that for a second there, we thought that was cool. Did you have dreadlocks? You said you had dreadlocks, didn't you? No, oh. I did not. What did you have? But oh, I mohawks, dated a guy. Mohawks. I had a mohawk. I dated a guy who didn't have a white guy who didn't have dreadlocks when we started dating. And then he dreaded his hair while we were dating, which I think is against the law. OK, you tell can't, me this. Then it, then it looks like I chose that. OK, um, were you at, the, at this time? Were you rapping? Or were you independent? No, 
this is before okay. this is before i was independent thought oh so this is on your way to being independent thought yeah so maybe you are already having that effect on people around you part of my journey yeah wow well like you were around you just feel that nubian energy dude no i was really <laughs> anti those dreadlocks i was like no oh shit all right so uh he has triplet daughters he's got a son they're all doing fine, but like her one, his one daughter has a child, his grandson, and they all live together. And he is a little angel, okay? From from heaven, of course. Children are above the algorithm because they're Never from on high. Would be on the board. We are yeah. just trash people trying to exist at the bottom of this dumpster called Earth. Yeah, um, and the children are above, and they're and they're angels, and they fly and point at us and laugh, <laughs> and it's. Beautiful. So, oh, you know, it was a great moment too. Is like during this uh, telling of Kenny's background, he was talking about like at 19, he left Toledo, Ohio, and like came out as gay, like in Florida. And then when he came home, he was really concerned because his mother is like very, very devout Catholic, and his dad is like the fucking head football coach. And you know, when he told him, they were chill. It was they like such a, such a cliffhanger. I was like, oh, here we go. I know, Here I know. We go. It and was it was the really... opposite of heartbreak. Ugh. It was like a good heartbreak. So beautiful. Uh, and I was like, that's when I was like, this is so beautiful already. I'm like, this that's is. That's the first time I cried yeah. was during that I was like, story. Because he cried. I was they like, they did it. <laughs> so they did it. He wanted to have kids. So his friend offered to carry them. And there he did. Boom. He's got the children. And now he's got. 31 year old Armando because he hasn't really had many relationships in it. Like his life with these kids, like only he said like two or something. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and now he's like, you know, 57 ready to do something. Yeah. And his kids are 26 and 23. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're, they're old enough. Grown. Yeah. Um, and he has, uh, been, the kind of father figure to his daughter's um, son, to, right. to his grandson, for like the entire time the little kid's been here. Right? Yeah. Like he's like for what? He's six or something? Yeah. I think that entire time he's been the father figure. So all the kids are or obviously no, going to miss three, him. I think. Three. That little boy. Yeah. yeah. Hannah is six. Armando's daughter is six. That's what it was. Yeah. But basically, just seeing how much his family loves him yeah. and how the daughter was just heartbroken to leave him and to take the little boy out of his life. And then he was heartbroken and they yeah. both cried. Cause they know oh. it's like, it was so odd because it's like, yes, she feels for her son for losing the father figure. She feels bad because her father needs to be happy. And she feels bad that he's only now able to be happy he feels bad that he could be abandoning him he feels bad he yes. could be abandoning her he's been all they've had they've been all he's had he now needs to be and happy. she's worried about his safety too he hasn't been happy for so long it's like <sighs> it it's pulls that's when i'm like that's one of those moments where you're like you're ripped in 900 directions because you're realizing all of it at once and it's just these two people like sitting on the bench crying um truth i mean this is the um, criterion collection of this is a fine wine uh segment again i have to, i can't i was like in awe of that if you've never seen the show and you normally are like it sounds like horrible trash and you just want something uplifting please watch kenneth and armando's storyline because it was so so good 
And so after we've met Kenneth and his family, we meet Armando, who's mm-hmm. 31, and he has a daughter named Hannah, who's six. And then that story gets even more like parallel and kind of traumatic. And yeah. basically he uh, wasn't comfortable coming out because it's obviously really looked down upon um, mm-hmm. in Mexican and Catholic culture. And he, so he married a girl. He had Hannah with her. And then he was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm gay. And he came out. But then his wife died, Mm -hmm. who was his best friend, left him alone with his daughter. And his family was so not okay with him coming out that they essentially forced him back into the closet. Yeah. And he never mentioned it again. Yeah. And he didn't really think that he was going to fall so hard for Kenneth either. They both didn't expect this. It's a very beautiful, like, they just met on like a message board for gay single fathers, I think. Like, Uh, could it be any cuter? Yeah. And they're just chatting and boom. And then they fall in love. And he has like a little pet resort in Mexico. Like, his business is like this grooming grooming pet business. (laughs) It's like it was so whimsical. So cute. (laughs) When is this becoming a movie? Um, so. You know, he can't move out uh, like he can't move to the U.S. because he has a daughter. So it makes more sense for Kenny to move down to Mexico. It's just easier that way. So he has to move down to Mexico, but he has to move to a city that isn't San Felipe, where uh, Armando lives, because the city's just not big enough for like have the kind of, you know, commerce infrastructure for Kenny to get get work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's the whole plan. So it's kind of a big deal for everybody where he's got to completely uproot himself and his daughter and leave to go to another city and just roll the dice on like his happiness with this guy, Kenny, while also have this thing hanging above that he still needs to come out to his family. So it's like there's a lot of tension throughout Armando kind of explaining his situation, too, because it's like very like we you know, his, he's telling his family, the camera crew, it's not 90 Day Fiance. It's merely a documentary about life in Mexico. And that's why they're there. So there's all these kind of layers um, to it. But man, Hannah also. <laughs> what a little cutie. <laughs> oh, my God. When her on the swings. I was like, bless your adorable. Heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also one of the things that we see is like his life um, is really well settled and like now runs like a well-oiled machine just the way that kenny's does you know they have their routine like he and his sister basically co-parent his daughter and his sister's kids right so it's kind of great because they don't have a father figure other than armando and right armando's daughter hannah has the mom uh has the sister as her mother figure so we can see it's really something that has been probably really hard for him because he's not being himself, but at the same time, he has this tight family unit. Yeah. He sees these people all the time, and it must be really hard not being yourself. And we see the pain for him in that. Yeah. Um, and then that, and next is the most one of the most beautiful scenes we've ever seen of yeah. him and his sister and him yeah. coming out to her again. Yeah, because he has to tell her, you know, He's been doing the thing where he's been playing the cards completely close to the chest. They have no idea that he's about to basically say, I'm gay and I'm leaving and I'm taking 
Hannah and I'm moving in with this guy, Kenny, who's like a 57 mm-hmm. year old dude from the US. And that's my partner. And that's my new life. And I'm doing that in like two weeks or whatever. Um, and I think they know that Kenny's like his friend, maybe. Because mm-hmm. when she had mentioned Kenny, it sounded like she knew who he was. But I don't, I, obviously, she didn't know. Right. The extent of their relationship. Right. But um, yeah, Armando coming out again and just being so brave about it was yeah because his whole thing was kenny's risking everything to come down here to be with me i need to also be honest about my life too if i'm gonna be happy and meet him halfway and like the way he just you know articulates that it's like so beautiful because we just came off the heels of seeing stephanie's dumbass uh just fucking clown around with erica and be like, I'm going to come out. Oh, uh, mom. Hey, guess what? I swam with sharks or, you know, whatever BS thing it was. Um, but this was like really, really intense, too, because he was so worried because his sister had previously reacted so, so negatively. And when he comes out, you know, basically saying like, you know, this is what when it we is. say negatively, by the way, we mean like she told him that the devil was in him. She yeah. screamed that at him. Right. And he said he fled into the desert and, and literally was so despondent that he wished that an animal would come and kill him. Right. So this is some serious trauma. Yeah. This isn't just somebody Awful. being like, I don't like that you're gay. No, no, no. And this I don't is... need to yeah, diminish that at all. But yeah. Oh, it's... no, no, no. I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying no, like yeah, for yeah. people who don't watch the show, it's like. This, yeah, it, it, his it was sister fucked. really did a really serious number on him and it made him clam up and feel like he couldn't be himself around his family. Yeah. But then when he again came out the second time and she said she tried to kind of make it hard on him. She was like, well, you know, it's really hard on me and blah, blah, blah. But he was like, oh, well, you showed us a different face first, meaning like you married a woman first. You made us think you're straight. Right. He doesn't let her do it to him. No, And he just very patiently, but like strongly stands by what he said. And he says, no, I wasn't putting on another face. I was telling you who I was. You Mm. didn't want to accept it. And, you know, how do you think it felt for me to have to hide and be ashamed of who I am for years? And the beautiful thing is she accepts him. Yeah. And they have a really beautiful reunification. And she just tells him she's always there. She'll always be there for him. And that she wishes the best for him and Kenny and Hannah. And it's just, it's lovely. And then does the same thing where she's like, but I just feel bad for my kids because you're a father figure to them and they're losing that. And then Hannah Mm -hmm. to me. But then also like, um, my heart is broken that you are just now feeling like you are able to be happy and that's what you have to do. And then she feels so guilty about how she f- completely just mm-hmm. rejected him uh, and, you know, just hurt him so terribly. It's really, yeah, I was like, damn, this shit is like, whew. Anyway. It's, it was it was so good. And, and also just such a... Sh- shocking difference from all the times that we feel like you can just see the producers making stories happen right like this was listening to somebody speak about their life and it felt really just real and dope and beautiful and one thing that i also thought like it is their stories are just such beautiful bookends but another thing that i thought that was kind of beautiful about their relationship is it's clear that each of them is the heart of their family right 
And I think that is so Ooh, beautiful right, that they found right, each right. other. Yeah. And it's like, of course, it's gutting when the heart leaves. It's like, that's how I feel when my grandpa just passed. You yeah. know, it's like, it's when, when that, you know, that's the person in your whole family. Everybody knows who the person is. Right. So I feel like, you know, the fact that their families love them so much and that's why they're sad is also so beautiful. Yeah. 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 All right. Now to trash talk. All right. Wow. What a beautiful, what a beautiful story. All right. Let's take a quick break and uh, wipe away our tears and then we'll be right back. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm. That's very good. I'll just take one more just to be sure. Yep. Still very good. Some things never change. Like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm. Is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir. Mm. Yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. God, and we're back. Um, so, our final couple, Ariella and Binium, aka Baby. And this, I don't. This is gonna be so interesting. I don't know what I. I like this couple because I don't know where the fuck this thing's going. I have no clue. I already hate her. <laughs> <laughs> so Ariella. Is twenty eight. Oh wait, one one thing. Side note. Time for side notes with Miles. Um, side note. In the last one, uh, with Kenny, his lawyer, when he's talking about selling his house, um, like, and you know, going down there, and she's like, I hope it's okay down in Mexico because it's not as progressive or whatever. She, she looked like Ursula from Little Mermaid if she had a law degree or something. Her whole vibe <laughs> with that purple energy. Yeah, was, it was fucking tight. It was powerful. Okay. We haven't seen a side presence as powerful as that. You know what, actually? Um, since that duo, That's a poor, unfortunate souls bonus of uh, <laughs> 35,000 points to that lawyer. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Why don't you just start? What don't you like about Ariella? I would, my honor, uh, present your case. Uh, my honor, what do you hate? first. What do you hate, um, man? What do you write about? <laughs> My honor, um, first things first, um, I don't know why, but I hate her face. Really, this is about me and not her. I just, something about it makes me feel like she's just so annoying. I don't know. She just looks like she's so annoying. I've been trying to place it and I can't think of who other than maybe like every annoying girl I went to Jewish school with. I don't know. But she just had a vibe to me where I was like, is Jewish school like taught in Hebrew at times? Uh, well, my I went to a Jewish high school, and we had Hebrew classes in it. Got it. That was just part of the curriculum. Yeah. Got it. But um, anyway, and like Jewish studies and shit like that. Right, right, right. And you had like prayer every Thursday. Um, but 
to me, first of all, whenever people like her and like Lana from the last season say they're 28 and I look at them and I'm like, how? How are you 28? You look 38 <laughs> at least. How? Wow. You're what? coming for Ariella. How? I'm sorry. I have no reason to dislike her other than just being a petty bitch. And that's what the show's about. <laughs> so, you know, minus 50,000, um, I think, yep. to me for being petty. Yep, yep. for petty. Yep, Tom but petty also, and the heartbreakers. You know, maybe plus five points for uh, transparency. Transparency bonus. It's actually plus 500 points for the transparency bonus. They're wow. able to see that you're flawed in your uh, one-dimensional takedown of this cast member. Yes, it's um, very one-dimensional. It's, really it's really misplaced, honestly. I don't know what um, happened to you. Just little things she says really drive me crazy. Like the way she hit on her Argentinian husband that she had married for 10 years before oh, this guy. Oh, that's late. Okay, yeah. So let's get I right. Don't I know you from somewhere? And it worked. And it worked. Ew. That... Ew. That's an ew penalty. Yeah, that's that. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I mean, oh, my Ariella. How many points is that off on? That's negative 100K. Yep. We're being corny, man. Cornyman, actually. Mm. So, yeah, that that was actually really. Cornyman Marcus. Oh, boy. (laughs) That's actually a penalty. Minus 500 points, it says right now. Why? There's not even a bonus to offset that one. Cornyman Marcus. <laughs> yep. Bankrupt, uh, just like the store. It's gonna be my next release from, from Independent oh Thought. God. <laughs> you just go find a bunch of old uh like Neiman Marcus shopping bags and just write core in front of all of them and you're like, see? That's it. And people are like, it. what is this? You don't get it. You listen to 420 Day Fiance. Very what? specific joke. <laughs> Dude, please. Get out of my backyard. Um, um so she I just is... don't trust a bitch that's like, I saw him, and then I wanted him, and then I made him mine. Hey, don't I know <laughs> you? Come here. Get over here. <laughs> that's some Mortal Kombat vibes. I mean, so they just got divorced, um, Leandro, after 10 years, I guess. And now she was like, I need an adventure, girl. I need the wind to just blow my hair off. I need an eat, pray, love situation. Yeah. And she was like, fuck it. Tickets to Ethiopia are cheap as fuck. So she goes out there um, and also, I think, hit him with the lame pickup line. No, she hit Baby with the pickup line. Not Leandro. No. I. Oh, really? Yes, 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 yes. Well, whoever it was, it's unacceptable. Okay, good. We just have to clear that for the record. My honor for listeners who are confused, it was baby. That's why I was like, oh, my God. Hey, don't I know you, man, who I would just want to lick and you are mine? <laughs> he's a he's a gymnast, martial artist, any ist, dentist. Choreographer. Orthodontist. Um, um, <laughs> podiatrist. Yeah, what? Optometrist. Okay. Oh. Okay. Um, anyway, he's a flautist. <laughs> he makes a lot of flautas, um, but he can also play the flute too. It works on two levels. It's a double it's and tender, double and tender. Because he also makes chicken tenders, and there so, goes how. Oh, okay, stay focused. Stay focused. He's also a martial artist. I can't. You lost me. <laughs> um. So yo, they after like going over there a couple of times. She's pregnant already. Bing boom. Bye. Three months into dating, this bitch is pregnant. 
So she's doing some trippy mom yoga. Mama stay, I think is what it's called. And... <laughs> what is that? That's, That's a... plus? plus? And I gave me a penalty. Give me minus 100,000. No, no, oh no. My but God. it's and then also plus 100,000. Yep. Uh, so. <laughs> check this out. <laughs> that has to be a thing. I, that can't possibly be the first time. Hold uh, on. You know what? Stay? Oh, show, for sure. This podcast, Google it right now. This podcast is going to take a quick detour to confirm the existence of something called Mama Stay. Mama Stay. Prenatal yoga. Etsy, Mama Stay, Mama Stay blog. It's not that big of a movement. What? Oh my God. How are you spelling it? There's Mama Stay clothing. They only have 14, 77 followers. M O M A S T E, like Namaste would be. Not M A M A. Okay, but you know what? Mama Stay clothing can eat shit. On their Etsy store, they have. Shirts such as Cinco de Drinko. Oh, um, get the fuck out of here! Yeah, I need coffee the size of my ass. It's wine o'clock. Working Is that so the next one. Working hard so my dog can have a good life. Merlot, you don't. Mm, <laughs> the Is turkey the isn't one? the only thing in the oven. Oh, gross! Pregasaurus. Ew! Why? Why? I don't know. And then well, someone should co a onesie, a onesie for a baby called that says gangsta napper. Okay. So mama uh, stay clothing. Cancel. <laughs> may, may open Cancelvania for them. Yeah, I did. They're they're there. Oh, okay, great. I can't yeah. hear it. So Yeah, I know. It's hard sometimes. <laughs> it's hard to hear its call. So yeah, she's she's uh in her like sort of prenatal yoga class, everyone's kind of going around and like sort of just describing what's your very, birth plan yeah like very i don't know what i don't know anything about this so i'm like this all sounds quite normal and then like they're like yeah here this is my doctor blah 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 then we get to Ariel, and she's like yes i'm gonna go to ethiopia and have the baby there and everyone's jaw drops in that <laughs> mama stay yoga class so like oh my god what are you is she fucking serious and no? then she goes and there's no epidurals there <laughs> Yeah. So, and um, the Japanese woman goes, "Yeah, there's no epidurals in Japan either. That's why I'm here, having my baby here." She's like, "I like that, and the tests, and the epidurals, and it's like, you know, just nicer <laughs> or whatever, and safe. I don't know." And she does the, my gosh, she's like, so, my Japanese sister. She comes in with the, tr- like typical like back pedal where she's she's just truth talked, and then she's like, "Oh, yeah, but, but you like, know, but like, do whatever oh, you want to do." But I'm not like trying to make you feel bad, girl. Um, sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, but yeah, like Loki, I would be, I would be v nervous if I was you, Ma, because like, um, anyway, good on, good more power to you. Um, yeah. So her OBGYN is also, um, like a f- old family member. Um, speaking of which her dad, when they like, they, when they first show Fred. her, yeah, he's like such a, like, seems like a whimsical old country doctor or something. Like kind of slow moving, but still sharp. And he's just like, oh, hey, honey. Like, and just like feels like a guy who like wakes up at like 445 effortlessly. Oh, yeah. And has like for years and years. And you're like, did this motherfucker just jog a mile? And he's like, yeah, I do it every morning. I, what I do, it's a little, I have a, 
a little, a, a cup of Folgers and one hot dog I microwave for 32 <laughs> seconds. No, I just have my classic no bacon sandwich and no then bun. I go for a run. <laughs> yeah, every day. Then I smoke one filterless Marlboro. <laughs> and then I take a, a whole bunch of uh, old turkey, wild yep. turkey, <laughs> mm-hmm. a couple shots of wild turkey, and then I'm just right as rain. And then I'm ready to see my patients. <laughs> Oh, great, Fred. Thanks. So, so anyway, I, this guy, Dr. Hoffman, another clear, they, everyone is so like tight knit. Her mom's there. The OBGYN is like a lifelong family friend. And the mom's like, I'm going to miss these appointments. Right. And the OBGYN also does not know the, is about to find out what the birth <laughs> plan is. And he's almost like, are you fucking for real right now? You're going to what? And like almost looks at the mom. Like they both start glitching. Like when she drops that bomb on everybody. When she's like, yeah, so here's the deal, mom and Hoffman. I'm going to Ethiopia to have the baby. Sawi. And I, they actually look like they're circus fried. It's also classic because she herself admits she's like, yeah, and I have a really low pain tolerance. Right. And then at the same breath, she's like, so, yeah, there's no epidurals there. <laughs> like, you just said you can't do this. <laughs> also, you know what's wild, too? When they show the preview for the rest of the season, it looks like there's some kind of medical procedure that they're making it seem goes awry, which is disconcerting. They make it seem that it's not a simple birth, but I don't know if that's just how they shot it, but they made it seem like something well, was going on. With what, that why was someone breathing down her air tube? I don't know. Was or was I completely hallucinating that image? I don't remember that. But I, also, I was like, harrowing. I mean, I remember there were like close up shots of stuff that was like, here's a dripping IV, here's right, right, a, right. her face with a mask, but I don't know that particular thing. Anyway. anyway, what can you do? We don't know anything about baby, so that'll be interesting. I'm sure he is a fucking character, but. We we also got a couple. There's like a few other couples, right, that we haven't seen that we're in that end of or next time or this season on update. A dude who's with a Colombian woman. That's right. All right, so we'll see what happens with them and everyone else this season. It looks looks like it could be a mess and it could be heartwarming. I hope I'm oh, rooting so so hard. For Armando and Kenneth right now. Isn't it so nice to feel human again that we have like it's actual real love it's to fuck- cheer for on this show? I don't even get it. I've been in like a desert and this feels like water. Yes. Oh, it like was... the water that was leaking out of our eyes when we were watching this segment. Uh, anyway, you texted me in all caps that you were crying. I was like, <sighs> too much. Mm. It, it, Sorry, got, it got me. I let you guys know, but. No, I don't care. I He's don't not ashamed it. of his feelings, okay? What? He's a modern man. Real men also cry. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it? Men also cry? Real men also cry? Anyway, Big Lebowski. So uh, before we take off, we got some reviews that we want to check out, shout out. Yes. Okay. This is a review that is not in a language I understand. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, this one is from V Green Machine, like very green machine. Okay. It's called You Broke My Boyfriend, five stars. 
and it says miles all caps exclamation point i was making my boyfriend listen to your matthew impression elevated of course and he goes stop 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 i need you to pause it his eyes are wide as as he says i have a gary gady signed baseball he knows <laughs> thanks for all the laughs and hot takes love your show uh gary gaietti man don't ask there bro. Go. <laughs> that's the thing bro he was i think he was underrated i think he was really really underrated and it's a shame you know it's a shame i mean i'm pretty sure he's uh might have been in the hall of fame but you know I, that that time when everybody was like hey think about sammy so and the season he was having, Gary Gaetti was on that team too. Don't forget it. He put in he put in the work too on third base. People forget. Not just the guys hitting the home runs. Matthew came back. That are on the steroids, you know. So <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um, this next one is from C R T M N T R C. I don't mm, know. C R T M N T R C. Yeah. New fave. Exclamation point. Five stars. I happened upon this podcast this season and totally love it. Hilarious, witty, and brings the dirt. And with Miles dropping a Gary Gaetti reference, this long <laughs> life, this lifelong Twins fans on board. <laughs> oh man! The people want more Gary Gaetti. <laughs> people love Gary Gaetti, man. I mean, look, he played with the Twins a long time. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, that's where he would probably you know him from. But I a. Hey. <laughs> I remember when he was on the Cubs, ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Don't forget it. I know he was. I know he was in Minnesota for a little bit longer, nine years, but ninety-eight, ninety-nine, bro. It was something else. Ah, it was beautiful, man. Um. All right. This one is from Fiona Baba. Favorite pod for my favorite show. Five stars. Miles and Sophia have the best banter, characters, and algorithms. Literally a recipe for a good-ass Wednesday podcast. You know I need a midway fix because every Sunday is not enough for the congregation of Church of 90-Day Saints. <laughs> Love your uh, number one K1. Oh, beautiful. That is so nice. Thank you so much. We appreciate our K1s. Yeah, please share it. at us. Yeah. Tell other people to listen, you know? This is how we start a and nation. <laughs> it's a whole K-1 movement. Okay? Yeah, it really is. And uh, you should also check out our international trash shirt. Mm -hmm. Trash in all of the languages. Yep. Not all, but a lot. And you can buy that shirt um, on TeePublic. Yep. And Say it proudly. It's in our bio on yep. Twitter. And all the proceeds are going to go to organizations that fight white supremacy. Boom. Check it out. Uh, get laced with some good merch and also have your money go towards something good. Uh, so yeah, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at 420 Day Fiance. Um, yeah, you know, follow us, hit us up if you got theories, if you know stuff we don't know, because uh, we always like to we hear love from the juice. Um, yeah, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Sophia S O F I Y A, and on my other podcast, Private Parts Unknown, with Courtney Kosak. Which you'll be coming on soon. And yes. I, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. That's Gray with an A. And of course, you can listen to me on the Daily Zeitgeist every day with Jack O'Brien and frequently Jamie Loftus and a bunch of really cool other guests. Boom. All right. 
with uh till next time tune in and yes we'll we know there's a more show i know there's b90 also now we're like the 90 day cast from before 90 days is gonna talk about this i don't know if i have the energy for these those clowns uh and that we just show. need to see but if it's worth it because there is we... happily ever after though yeah and you know we covering that shit so yeah uh-oh we're in that period where we have two shows happening at once but you know what we will proudly roll up our sleeves and exercise our lungs and fingers and lighters so we can continue to bring you this, this wonderful conversation all right we'll talk soon bye 20 day fiance 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more oh that's a cheer we used to do in softball uh what it's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. You, it's Nicole Lappin, New York Times bestselling author, the only financial expert you don't need a dictionary to understand, and now the host of the new iHeartRadio daily podcast, Money Rehab. So here's the deal. I'm going to rehab your wallet so that you can get your financial life together once and for all. Trust me, I know money talk can be scary, and that's why my episodes are just 10-ish minutes. No frills, just bite-sized tips and tricks so you waste no time. Because time is money. And here at Money Rehab, you're not just a listener. I want you to come on the show. Ask me your burning money questions and I'll answer them. Nothing is off limits. Listen to Money Rehab on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The time for your intervention is now. So let's make some change.